pop the pain away. I slide the pain away. I pop the pain away. I slide the pain away. Hello, I'm Ian. Welcome to Creator Coco. This podcast helps you become a better creator by helping you learn from what other creators have already figured out. In this episode, we talk about Kendrick Lamar's latest album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, and we use it to discuss our own journeys in music. As artists, we are all kind of struggling in some way, and it's important to be able to um, basically hang out and share tips with other creators, because sometimes this process can be pretty lonely. Like you're trying to make beats or you're trying to make music and you don't feel like you're succeeding. And um, you're wondering, is this, uh, is this how everyone else's experience is going? So, um, Kev, you've told us a bit about your journey. Um, I'm still curious and I'm going to ask you more questions, but my journey is also similar to yours. And uh, yeah, <laughs> life, is hard, life is hard out here. Yeah. So yeah, my, my, my experience is similar to yours and probably to thousands of other people out there, which is that we are passionate about music. We want to create music and share it with the world. But, um, and we all usually start in your bedroom or on your laptop. You start making beats, you start recording yourself. At first it's awkward. At first you're not very good and your music doesn't sound very good and you're not getting um, people who are resonating with your music. So you're thinking, is it you who is wrong? Is it, um, uh, what, what do I need to change? What do I need to do? And hopefully together, that's something we can figure out. We can figure out the tips and tricks. And also something I want to highlight is I feel like the music industry that we see in public is an industry that is, um, it's kind of fake because the the the, the Megan Thee Stallions and the big artists, the Drakes, they have this whole machine, this whole industry that is backing them up. And when some of us look at that kind of um, success and we think, why are we not achieving that success? There's a huge difference between what the kind of process they're involved in and the kind of process we're involved in. And so these are just the kinds of things we want to talk about. Yes, Kev, please tell us. Mine, for example, um, I had had time sending my friends some songs. Yeah, kind of send them songs and you don't feel the energy. You feel like they don't like the song. You feel, tell you something corny, like uh, the beat is awesome. And, you know, it's something you really put your soul into. And, uh, yeah, majorly I've had a problem in getting my feedback when I send my songs to people. Yeah, I don't know if that's uh, important information. Yeah, I completely relate. So sometimes you have created a, a piece of music and you are trying to share it with your friends, with your families, with the people who you feel uh, might be able to support you. And you don't necessarily get the kind of feedback that you want. Like sometimes maybe you're looking for more detailed feedback or you're looking for um, like someone to tell you specifics or what they liked or what they didn't like and sometimes you don't get that back so let me read something here that luigi has said so i find it helpful if you join live streaming sessions of producers or artists they be giving real feedback okay so that's something i am also trying to get better at because because um if we if we look at the perspective of the person you're sharing the music with sometimes the person who you share the, your music is your, your music with doesn't want to give you their real opinion because maybe they feel like it it might hurt you in some way. So what do you guys think about that? Do you guys prefer that someone tells you their real opinion, even if it's wrong? Because sometimes music is so subjective. So (laughs) something which I might think does not sound uh, good, maybe sounds good to someone else and vice versa. 
So Kev, what do you think about that, about the perspective of the person trying to give the opinion? Do you think they should just be honest with you or what do you want them to do? I prefer the real opinion because that's the only way you'll improve. And that's, um, that's very good feedback okay. even for me. Okay, Kev, tell us. Like it's good to give an honest opinion, but some people really don't have that background in music. They really ain't done music, you know, so I don't think they'd know the difference between a good song or a bad song because some you know us we've been like doing this for a while and it's like we know the do's and don'ts sometimes on a song that i really worked on really well you know that i've spent some time writing and uh and took time to even go record it in the studio so like they should just be on but the, sometimes you know they don't give the detail like you said they don't give a like real detail about it they just be like um the the do the beat is nice you know and that's that sometimes kind of pisses me off. It's like you need to give more detail about, you know, what you're feeling about the music because it's it's a way of expressing. You know, some songs are about how you express things that are going on in your life. So yeah. Okay, and personally, I'm gonna take that feedback as well for me. I'm gonna try and also give more detailed feedback. I'm now realizing how important it is. Sometimes you can just reply to someone else's music with like a fire emoji <laughs> and then they're stuck there wondering um what the hell else am i going to do um um but the i feel like the, now 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 the, this is leading us to the question of how do you get beyond that point where it's possible for you to share your music to an actual audience um that is going to you know rock with your music and uh basically help you do the numbers so dj Prodluigi is saying that an email list is something that can help um yeah and that's 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 those are some of the things we've been actually discussing over the past few meetups so how do you get beyond that point of i need feedback and how do you now start building up a fan base of real people who are actually interested in what you have to say um so feedback that's one thing i don't know whether um kev you have something to add on to that discussion some you know most times when i want feedback it's when i'm not really confident on in on the song you know like so you need that kind of feedback. But maybe how you get ahead of that is you need to be really confident with the song that you released. You need to know that only your feedback matters. You know, you're the one who made the song. You're the one who's supposed to support yourself 100. And nobody's uh, opinion should uh, deter you from, you know, maybe putting down the song from uh, various uh, platforms and, uh, yeah, stuff like that. So it, I think it begins with confidence, yeah. Awesome. Yes. And confidence, that's something that um, it usually takes time to build as you are when you because when you start, you're, you don't really have perspective because you're not familiar with music. You're not sure. Do I sound good? Maybe you don't even know how your voice is supposed to sound. And so maybe it sounds awkward sometimes. But then as you make keep making music, your confidence increases because you start comparing your music to other people's music and you start realizing, oh, um, actually, I've reached a point where I make music. And uh, DJ Prodluigi says that um, you can also use, apart from an email list, you can also use Instagram and also you can create a landing page and place the link on your bio if you want to create a fan base. So that's something amazing. And I hope we'll get a chance to talk about that in the future. Uh, Luigi, you can help us um, if you want to go into more detail about some of these tips on social media and those kinds of things. It might help out some people here. Exactly. And uh, yeah, so... To zoom out a bit, uh, before we get uh, too deep, I wanted us to start this conversation today 
by talking about um, an album that was just released. So maybe we can use this as a chance to share our feedback as artists and just to see how kind of this discussion is going to flow. Um, it's an album that uh, I've been listening to a lot, and that's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. That's Kendrick. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, um, the, the reason that I specifically wanted to talk about this Kendrick album is because I feel like um, it comes in a huge contrast to what Drake and Kanye uh, released earlier. So these are three artists who are really being compared. I ha okay, so so I will I will talk about it in a bit more detail, and then we can try to just have a discussion about it. If you've even had any of the songs, we'll, we'll discuss it. But I think there's um, general musical ideas here that we can draw from. And uh, so we start with um, my my this discussion about the big steppers. Mine, I'll start with CLB, and what Drake released. Drake, uh, when he released his last album CLB, it got a lot of. Um, Let's say, let's say it did the numbers basically. In my opinion, it was over-marketed for what it ended up being. But it seems to me like right now, at, at this point in his career, Drake has kind of uh, is kind of uh, putting his uh, foot off the gas. And on the other hand, what Kendrick released feels very artistic. It feels very well thought through. It feels um, really deep, and he's trying to relate to normal people, and he hasn't lost touch. And now the question is, how do you um, keep basically stay in the streets basically even if you're super successful so kev what do you think about this i feel it's just about the contact you know you really have you can't just say you are out on the streets and you really don't have that relationship so i guess it's just being out there you know um creating some kind of uh, relationship with the uh, people trying to understand what they're going through um and uh just letting them know that you guys are together and that although uh, you're trying to chase this dream that you have, that you you still understand them, and you you can never forget where you're from. Yeah, and uh, that's like a struggle that I see in in like a lot of careers. Like, what do you do after the incentive for you to succeed has gone? Like, after you've succeeded and you've achieved the goals you had, do you now start relaxing, or do you you know stay on the grind and keep working hard? Because either way, your life is probably going to be okay. Um, it's just that some artists, eventually, the, the quality of their work can degrade. Um, the thing I really liked about um, Kendrick's album is there's this kind of music that I don't know whether you guys have, have, have seen is coming up. It's a kind of music, okay, um, it, it, it even goes back to Frank Ocean and also uh, music that uh, Jaden Smith and people like Kid Cudi have released. It's a kind of music where it mixes different genres of music together. Like you can have... Um, hip-hop, it mixes R&B, it mixes rock, it's going to have poetry inside. Awesome. We can. <laughs> I I'm a huge, huge fan of Jaden Smith and the Misfits and everything that they're doing. I think they're super inspiring and they're, they're doing music at another level. So um, have you guys had that kind of music where it's not just one kind of music, it's just they've mixed beats inside, they've mixed vocals inside, they have poetry and different kinds of things. Um, Kev, what do you think about that? Yo... Yeah, that kind of music is like you know it's different you 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 just hear different sounds and it inspires you it's like it's not the normal type of rap you know me personally i was very used to the normal type of rap until i started you know discovering like jaden smith and like other artists i don't know if you all heard of um uh this ariana's boyfriend who died what was his name uh, I kind of forgotten his name. But yeah, I love that kind of music, rock, you know, that kind of mixture. It's just not one type of, you know, even there's a song switch somewhere. Yeah, I absolutely love it. 
Exactly. Yeah. And uh, usually when you're starting to make music by yourself, you, the process you start with is by finding someone else's beat and then you um, put your voice on top of that. But when you start actually mixing your own music or working with someone who can get that deep with you, um, it's and I feel like that's the direction that um, personally I want to take my music and um, I think more artists should go into because there is a wide variety of music and the, the future of music has basically changed and you can add so much more into your music than just a, a simple beat and also you rapping over it. And so, um, and, and that process comes with being someone who is interested in new kinds of music. And before I go into that, I, I, I want to ask Kev or even DJ Prod Luigi, what do you guys think about Jaden Smith and the Misfits? I know that you have, Kev, you mentioned it. I don't know whether um, you have anything to say about, uh, any more to say about it. How did you get into it? Um, what do you think about it? I fucking love it, man. It's awesome. Like, yo, Jaden is the, like, yo, the whole album, I was watching each and every, like, um, video on YouTube and it was crazy. I was like, if they did like a live concert in Kenya, I'd totally be there. Yeah, and also you mentioned the videos, like what he did with his last album. First of all, he was telling a whole story. As in, I love, I really love that about making an album where you're not just uh, releasing pieces of music. And this is goes into sequencing where you're building a whole story, a whole narrative, and it, it, it mixes together with your videos. And you have, you know, words and quotes in there. <laughs> Sigh with the sunset, exactly. And you have um, quotes in there and you have, you're just trying to, be deep and you're trying to tell a story and um i really love that about uh, jaden's last album and that goes back in, even into the sequencing where you can hear that um different pieces of music on the album are related to each other and you have um like fade outs and fade ins in between music and you have one song leading to another and you can hear so many different beat changes and beat drops i really enjoy that kind of music and um now i wanted to ask about now when it comes to album sequencing so let's say that um in the past, I'm wondering whether you guys have tried to create a story like that. So like Kendrick, we were talking about, or like Jaden, have you guys come up with a, or have experience with coming up with a narrative or a whole story for your album? And then how, how do you guys decide how to, how to put one track after another? I know that Luigi, you've done a lot of albums. So how do you usually decide this track is going to come after this one or even Kev? Well, personally, I haven't released any album yet. I only have singles. So, yeah, I think Prod, Prod Luigi should take us on that. Sour. So, I guess whenever he, he writes the response, no problem. Yeah, but um, um, that's, that's the other aspect I wanted to bring out, which maybe sometimes uh, when you're listening casually, it's not, you might not re realize it, but artists usually put a lot of work into decide, determining... Um, how different songs are going to follow each other and how do you tell this narrative? And then at the same time, this whole album, what is this album about? What is the story? Uh, what kind of world am I trying to build? Um, let's see then. So Jedi, so um, uh, Prod Luigi says, I make beats every month, which I make, uh, which I make beat, pack, beat packs every time. So Luigi makes it kind of like from a producer's perspective. Uh, so what I think he's trying to say is that he creates these beats and he puts them together in order for artists to maybe listen to or people who are listening to music and basically if you're chilling i'm one of those people by the luigi <laughs> i listen to your music when i'm walking sometimes or when i'm just chilling that's that's my use case because when i'm walking i listen to like kind of lo-fi things which don't have um, so many lyrics 
Okay, so album sequencing is the art of putting together your music in a, in a list that is going to make sense to the user and that is going to also make uh, sense to your narrative. Um, apart from choosing, comparing each individual song to, to each other, the other part of sequencing you have to consider is emotionally, how are the songs going to feel? So when you start the album, is it going to be more exciting? Because sometimes when you make songs for an album, not all of them are the same. Not all of them are as exciting as each other. And so it's important for you to think about if the user is listening to this album, uh, do I put the exciting stuff first and then are they going to be bored at the end? Or do I mix in exciting stuff and boring stuff? And not all will hit exactly. Not all of them are going to hit. Not all of them are going to um, be successful. And Kev, you, you mentioned something earlier, which is that it's also important for you as an artist to be confident in yourself and to be like, I made this music. I feel like for me, it is good. And um, I will publish it and see what's going to happen. And, and I'm going to basically see how the market is going to react to my music. So yeah, Kev, um, do you have any comments on top of what anything that I've spoken about? I wanted to say that, you know, um besides music like i feel like artists you know a lot of artists like put like music as their as their you know nothing else it's just music and i feel like it's it's not it's very dangerous to do that cuz you know like i feel like music should be something that you express out of the things you're already doing you know so that it can like be a booster so that let's say you are you're advertising for your clothes or you have a line so like on your music videos you advertise you know your your merch and stuff like that you know so like music shouldn't be that career that you're looking at for 100% cuz yeah you can be disappointed why like cuz a lot of artists end end up being broke it's not easy to be a successful musician and really hold on to that name and keep up to your name uh, what you've just talked about is something I think is extremely important and it's also something I'm very passionate about when I'm talking to other artists. <clears throat> that sometimes when art an artist is starting, you think that music is going to be um, how you're going to succeed. But the truth is, is that in the modern world, musicians and artists make very little money from their music itself, especially when you don't have this whole machine of... Um, of uh, you know radio and playlists and all of that stuff, you're at a disadvantage. Uh, one example that I really like to bring up um, is from the Genius documentary. Um, this is the documentary about Kanye West when he was younger and he moved to Chicago, to New York from Chicago, trying to basically make it in the music industry. Um, the one okay, if you, if you look at the story of Genius, it seems like it's a story of someone like Kanye West, as a young artist or producer who wants to make it, and then he thrives basically and he struggles and he ends up surviving but there's one quote which is in the i think one of the episodes where kanye west says if i break i still eat and that is such that's like a very important piece of that documentary and it, it basically means that kanye west when he was making his first album college dropout he basically knew that he had a um, a backup in case the album flopped so he said if i break if this album doesn't work i'm still going to eat so it allows you to take risks other than trying to um other than trying to conform to society or trying to think what are, what do people like how can i you know appe appeal to as many people as i can so if you're doing music as an artistic expression and you have other ways of surviving um you're going to be more creative 
and it goes into the next topic on stock about which was listening to more music but um any comments on that did you guys notice that part about Kanye West in the genius documentary no i i didn't know so like it's something i've learned and yeah that's that's a very important piece of information awesome awesome and uh i feel like all this now this whole discussion about um you know how do we improve our music how do we become more creative it comes back to who are the artists that us as as artists ourselves and as producers who are we listening to ourselves because if you're listening to the same kind of music if you're only listening to drake or if you're only listening to hip hop or if you're only listening to x and y you're not going to get a chance to um explore or make other associations um with other different kinds of music like if you don't listen to rock if you don't listen to like florence and the machine in kendrick's album he sampled a few um like really cool artists he sampled florence and the machine for example which is strange for um a hip hop artist you don't usually hear that but florence and the machine is an extremely amazing it's like i am very inspired by florence and the machine i would love to make music that sounds like florence and the machine they actually inspire me when i'm making music and uh it's important for us to draw those kinds of um associations between different kinds of music um yeah the, the other kinds of music i listen i listen to for example i listen to a lot of classical music like things like mozart and beethoven and uh and uh, bach and things like that classical music you uh, you don't really have to pay attention to what's going on maybe you can play it in the background but when you actually learn the stories of some of these um classical artists yeah <laughs> beethoven is lit exactly when you actually learn the story of some of these artists like beethoven and mozart these were very very passionate people and uh the way i look at it is it's possible for you in your bedroom to be as passionate as mozart or beethoven about your own music and you're making the 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 classical music of today um i also try to listen to a lot of uh smooth jazz like music from the 1920s and 1930s um it gives you a lot of perspective this is music mainly from america like with artists like um King Cole Nat and Oscar Nat King Cole there's a uh, Aretha Franklin there are Julie London like very smooth um jazz and one thing um that shocked me when I started getting into jazz or that I didn't realize when you when you when you when you hear the word jazz you basically hear, you basically think of smooth kind of music Aretha Franklin yeah, exactly <laughs> let me actually um okay So when you hear jazz for example um I usually used to okay I didn't know what I thought but when you actually hear the music it's it's very modern and like you when you you can actually relate to the people who are singing those songs because a lot of them are singing about love they're singing about sex they're singing about money they're singing about the same things which we sing about today so it gives you perspective that even people in the past <laughs> were also singing about the same things that we sing about today um Let me try to look up something else here. Let's see. Oh, I also try to listen to a bit of rock. So, um I don't know whether you guys have ever heard the Beatles, but the Beatles is like fundamental when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to listening to music. Actually, I'm going to ask you guys. So, Kev, have you have you had the Beatles before? Um any of their albums, any of their music? Nah, bro. I came to know of the Beatles from uh Ray Shermer from the the song Black Beatles. <laughs> Oh, I see, I see. And uh actually that's a, that's an example. You see some of these um some some people in the past do things that are so awesome that in the future 
um, modern artists or people interpret it in their own way so that you're you're affected by someone else's work and you still don't but you still don't know who that person was and in this case i think black beatles was um inspired the name actually uh, i don't think the song itself but the name was inspired by the beatles and the beatles were extremely extremely huge and that, that's what i think um uh, Ray Shremad was trying to reference, or trying to flex that they're as big as the Beatles and that the black version of the Beatles. Um, but if you actually go to some of the, uh, the the Beatles and some of their albums and you watch maybe a documentary about them, um, it's going to really um, make you appreciate that people like that existed. They were are an extremely huge deal and their music is going to change the way you think about music. They have this one album called um, Abbey Road Okay, and they have, they have different albums, but the, my favorite is, is one called Abbey Road. And it's such, a, it's such an interesting piece of music when you start learning about the Beatles and you start thinking to yourself, what is music? You know, what can I say in music? Like, is me, like, making random sounds music? You know, you start thinking, like, really deeply about what music is so that when you're starting to make your own music, you are now even more creative and you, 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 your bounds are off. The Beatles, I'm sorry I went into a tangent, but I really love the Beatles and they, they can change how you think about music. I've seen, I've seen uh, the cover of the album. I was looking at it on YouTube. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, are you telling me about some of the music you listen to? So who are the artists who inspire you when you, when you, when you listen to a song? You're like, hmm, I want to make a song like that one. Who, who are some of the artists like that one? Um, of course, Drake. Yo, Drake is like, I'm, a, I'm all of fan course. of Drake. For Lil Durk, I really mess with Lil Durk, you know. But um, these these recent rappers like Lil Durk and King Von, Booker Six Hundred, those those are like you know modern people. But if you're talking about um, music for long ago, I really mess with Mac Miller, you know. Um, who else? XXX was a big inspiration. Why lie? Um, who else? I really listen to. Yeah, like you said, I also like jazz. Like you know, jazz instrumental with no, with no lyrics. Like just jazz, smooth jazz, and um, trombones. I like uh, violins. You know, just instrumentals. Yeah, cause it goes way back. I used to like uh, want to learn to play the piano, and uh, the guitar, and the violin, trombone, such. Cause I was in the church much. Cause uh, yeah, my friend used to play all the instruments. So yeah, majorly I just I just like instrumentals rather than listening to like music from a person. So I really mess with instrumentals. Awesome, and uh, you've mentioned something there like playing playing instruments. That's also I think that's something we should have a whole discussion about. But um, I've also been interested in playing instruments. But this is a specific skill that is difficult to learn, and you need to make time, and you need to to do those kinds of things. What's your experience with playing instruments in your musical career so far? It, it could be much easier if you had the instruments by yourself. Than, you know. So you're just practicing slowly. There's no one you're trying to impress. Sometimes people try to learn instrumentals to, like, to impress a girl. Try, you, know, <laughs> you know, such things like that. You know, boy child. So, yeah, I'd say like, if you have the instrument, maybe the guitar, uh, anything, any kind of instrument you want to learn, just... Just take your time. Yeah, you know, there's no rush. Perfect it. And uh, yeah, you end up maybe even sampling your own beats or something, you know. In connection with that, something I've always wanted to learn and I hope I will learn in the future is reading music. And another thing that I feel like when you're a new artist and you want to get into music, you feel like I want to be a musician. 
people usually think that you need to learn music theory, you need to know what a semitone is and all this other stuff, but they don't realize that now with modern technology, no one has to worry about those kinds of things, right? Uh, true, very true, especially about the, the music theory. It's, it's Okay, it's not a must, but if, if you're lucky enough to grasp the information, then I'd say you'd be more ahead, you know, because you, you, the people who don't know about music theory end up relying more on autotune. And, um, you know, it's, it's like we, we want to learn how to make music without no autotune, you know, just perfect music. <laughs> Uh, that's that's actually hilarious because personally i have i'm very favorable i have a very favorable favorable opinion towards autotune i feel like it's a tool i love using it um it can help you be creative what do you think yeah i i also use autotune bro i i, I don't know about the music theory you know because yeah autotune really makes you sound you know like yeah it's a tool you you should use it properly like some people overuse it, but you know, just use it enough. Just use enough for it, cause yeah, some days you find your voice not being the <laughs> like on its prime. You find like maybe like me right now, I have a I have a cold, so I tried recording this song with the King Trucker, but I don't think it went too well. So I don't know what the producer is gonna do with my uh, my take. <laughs> um. So so now that brings me onto. A- that's something which I've been curious about, which is now your music making workflow. Um, so let's say you are in the process, you want to make a song. <clears throat> so far, um, how is your workflow? How do you go from coming up with the idea to actually releasing it on to the public? I can say, I've, I did, um, as artists, you know, like creators block is a really like a uh, big issue, but most I find myself majorly when I'm recording a song, it's when I'm going through something. Let me be honest. When I'm going through something and uh, I really want to write, you know, I really want to vent because I'm, I'm, I'm the firstborn. I don't have like a big bro or song. So I really don't have no one to talk to most times. So I just talk with the book and my pen. <laughs> How about you, bro? Uh, okay. Um. So for me... um. I agree with you that it's important for you to have something that you want to say. You can't be making music for the sake of making music or you just want to put something out or you just want to write random bars. Although that can also work. Things like uh, Old Town Road and stuff like that, that's also possible. But a lot of artists come from an emotional or a storytelling perspective. For me, um, when I started my music making stuff, I used to put music on SoundCloud and I and it was just a, it was kind of accidental because I used to do it for fun. Where I used to make songs, um, I started making them on YouTube. Where you you get a beat from YouTube, then you rap over it, and then I started doing more editing, um, more and more editing, and basically making even my own beats and also uh, manipulating my own voice uh, using software. And uh, uh, in the previous, in the past, when I used to release music to SoundCloud, that was okay. But now I'm in a point where I, whenever I want to make a song. I usually put it in an album. So I feel like I, I'm not really interested in making singles anymore. I'm more interested in building a collection of songs that have kind of an emotional, you know, belt that is wrapped around them and that they're, they're together as a, as a phase of my life. Like my last album is called Blender and it is about, it was basically the album I made during this um, Corona time when we were locked in the house. And I think a lot of people released albums during that time. But yeah, that's where I usually start. I'm like, what do I want this album to be about? 
and uh, what kind of what can, what how can I basically expand? What can I do that that I didn't do last time? Facts. That's amazing, bro. I'm actually taking notes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, I I hope some of this can help you because sometimes when you're starting, you you the workflow itself is not something that you people usually think about. Like, how do I what what do I want to, do? I want to make an album? Do I want to make a a single track? And when I'm making this single track, um, do I want to you know do I want to do it myself or do I want to get someone else to do it? Do I do I want to learn the skills so that if I need to make music, you can just wake up and do it randomly. Um, so I'm wondering, how far have you come in that journey of of uh, producing music? Um, do you usually do it yourself, or is there like a producer that you work with? Uh, maybe that's the path that you prefer. Personally, I have I have a, I have a dream of opening my own like um, label, like my own music label where I'll be signing um, upcoming artists. Since you know, like I've had trouble coming up, so but I do know a couple of producers, like five or six, seven who I work with, but sometimes they prove to not be so efficient. You know, we want to meet or we want to record something. Maybe they're busy or I get busy. So I feel like it's such an inconvenience working with the producer. So um, I'll dream to, my dream is to like get my equipment and uh, start my own studio, be my own producer, be my own beat maker, like uh, some like Nasty C, because I see him these days doing some dope beats. When you start making music, you, you you don't usually have any idea of how to how do how does making beats work and how does all this making mixing stuff work. Um, for me, the journey I took is that um, okay, I watched a Frank Ocean documentary. I'm also a huge okay. It was an interview. It was one of the rare interviews that Frank Ocean does, and um, uh, he said something there that caught my eye even back then, which was that he when he met up with Tyler, the creator, and they formed, and basically all these people formed this thing called On Future. Um, one of the lessons he learned from that movement was that you can do everything yourself. You can basically make your own beats. You can basically do your own writing, do your own production, and you can also build your own fan base using the internet if you're dedicated enough. And that's what Frank Ocean uh, was kind of trying to hint at. So he makes his own beats and he produces everything himself. Tyler, the creator, does the same thing. Kanye West does, okay, Kanye West has a lot of help, but he also pretty much does the same thing. And I feel like if you, there is, like in the modern world, if you if you can use a phone and you can use a laptop, you can basically make any kind of song that you want. Uh, if you have a good microphone or even a, or even a bad one, because sometimes um, even a, a nasty sounding mic can be a form of art on its own. So I went that direction where I tried to learn as much as I can about how to produce music, um, how to change things, what software do I use. If you have a laptop, it's easy for you to make music um, sound the way you want, if you're dedicated enough, because even Metro Booming and <laughs> and all these other guys are using laptops, right? <laughs> right, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and one thing I don't like when, for example, you're watching music interviews, these producers usually have their interviews in a room that has a lot of buttons. Like you see a lot of a room with fun, it looks like a spaceship. It has like different buttons and it has like a booth in there and you can see tons of things. And the truth is, I feel like that's usually a mirage. Rooms which usually need that kind of, those kinds of equipment are usually rooms where they make movies, uh, not necessarily music production. The kind of music production we hear in pop music can usually be done completely on a laptop or even on an iPad. So, 
my encouragement my encouragement to you is that it will it's going to be very liberating for you whenever you can pick up your laptop and you know you have the capability of making music from scratch you can basically write you can record and then you can also mix and master you can also make a beat using a garage band um uh, uh i don't know uh what's it what's it called fruity loops and all of that stuff so my encouragement is that uh, it's easy to learn how to make music if you have a laptop it's easy to make music itself and it's going to be fun for you you know i i make i make some of my music on my phone so yeah there's there's no there's no sleeping man if you anything you have you got to use it yes 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 and uh, you're totally right about that you see the 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 modern phone that we have right now is much more powerful than even the stuff that the beatles were using in the past and people still don't realize that you still feel like you still need so much equipment but if you have a phone there's apps which can let you make beats there's apps which can let you record yourself and it's important to start where you are and just try to learn and learn and learn um uh, the learning is so important you're speaking so much facts i feel like you should like start doing your own videos or something <laughs> uh okay i was like like why did baby kim do like it was so like <laughs> random like why did he do that this is my question i'm just like curious <laughs> Well, personally, I really loved it as part of that video. I loved that whole video. I thought it was a nice touch. It was comedic. It was friendly. It was kind of showing the relationship between them. And it was a it was a nice moment, and I really liked it. And you're wondering now, was it scripted or did it happen randomly, right? Actually, that's my question. Was it? But um, I bet hundred percent it was scripted. Because Nini, because the the Kendrick album looks super. Like everything has been, every single detail has been thought out. This nigga floating on the ocean, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that part also <laughs> caught my eye. Yeah, and you're wondering how can we build up, you know, a production capacity here, in order to be able to achieve those objectives. And actually, that's something that I might talk about in the future. Because I'm thinking super deeply about that. Because I want when I make music videos that. somehow they end up looking like that so i'm trying to figure out for myself as well for my own process how can i end up with crazy cgi and all that stuff how can you do that with your laptop the same way i'm saying you can do some of these uh, music production on your laptop i also believe you can make movies like that on your laptop and it's just a matter of being resourceful enough oh man facts facts mad facts i'm i'm really just learning right now i'm i'm not really in that space where i can like give advice to nobody about the music yet cuz i'm still learning every day i'm still taking it step by step and the challenges the challenges just make you stronger so i don't take the challenges as a down factor cuz besides the music already been having challenges and i've already been facing them and it's just like we just have to keep strong cuz you know sometimes i feel like artists also give too much of their life on the on their music you know they speak too much and that kind of that kind of information can be used to incriminate you so yeah just be like yeah i'm just trying to figure everything day by day yeah you're right about um speaking from your heart when it comes to your music and basically incriminating yourself and personally from for my music i am completely avoiding that direction when you start making music and you're inspired by hip hop you tend to go into that direction of flexing or looking like a gangster in some way um which is usually not authentic because you're probably just a normal guy who has never shot anyone 
<clears throat> and so for me personally, I've moved away from that. And my music is more focused on emotions and also education. Um, that's something I learned from uh, Jaden Smith and his music, which is that you can create music that is educational. Like you, you can you can have a you can invite professors basically or scientists to help you come up with the music or philosophers or just kind of music that goes basically a level beyond. Um, and you don't need to necessarily talk about violence or, you know, crime or anything like that. You can also use your music as an opportunity to educate people like the Misfits and uh, Jaden Smith. He talks a lot about um, educational topics, which I love. I love that aspect of his music. It's not just uh, <laughs> I'm rich and, uh, and I have women. So, uh, and, when you, and the other thing also was the challenges. You also mentioned challenges. The biggest challenge artists have is finding an audience for their music. How do you do that? And I feel like that comes with time. It comes with having a deliberate plan, not just hoping someone will discover you randomly and you'll succeed. You need to have a deliberate plan for this is the plan for how I will end up being uh, very huge. And then it also comes from making good music. Yeah, and, uh, that, that... yeah. I was gonna say it's very important, but if if you do get someone who can like a big someone who's already big in the in the industry to help you, I feel like it's 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 alright. But exactly like you said, it's it's important not to rely, like to be waiting on someone to come tell you, yo, I had your song, I'll promote you on this and that. So yeah, that's very important, bro. Exactly. So that you have your plan A, which is your, this is how I'm going to succeed. If no one helps me, this is how I'm going to succeed. And then that's what you're working on. So, 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 so that if someone ends up helping you, it even helps you even further, but you know, you would have succeeded either way without them. Yeah. And one example of this path is um, you can say, I'm going to make music. I am after that, I'm going to make the music videos and I'm going to improve my skill until my music and my music videos are good. And then maybe I'm going to be using ads or I'm going to start playlists or I'm going to, you know, uh, connect to a certain specific blog. So you need to have a deliberate plan of infrastructure that you're building yourself, that you're going to succeed either way, whether someone discovers you or not. So that if someone, if someone discovers you, you're even more prepared than just a random guy. <laughs> right. What do you think about that? Facts, man. I swear you've just been, you've just been speaking mad facts since we started this meeting. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, and that's the point to try and spread information, educate people. Um, and I feel like um, that was the discussion I wanted us to have. I'm sure we've, I'm, like, this, for this discussion, we've jumped around to a lot of topics, which is okay. Um, but uh, um, what did you think about the discussion so far? Um, any last comments or feedback that you might have for me or anything else? Well, this meeting is like it's so amazing. I've learned so much, and uh, I'm like, I just love it. You, you, you're so helpful when it comes to the information about this stuff. Awesome, thank you so much. You've also been so helpful, and also for you, don't feel like because you just started, you can't, uh, you can't help or anything like that. You can also, you've also taught me a lot as well about uh, making music from your perspective as well, and that's also important. You're also on your own journey, and I'm also on my own journey. And I guess we'll see how things go and how our music is going to progress. Yeah. Sherry, Sherry.